You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 75, with Billie Jean Shaw III. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What is going on, men of abundance? I'm so excited that you're here again. I'm excited to be back as well. Before we get into this conversation, I have to give you a language warning. Unlike past episodes of Men of Abundance, there is some strong language in this episode, and I don't edit out any language. I want people's voice to come through just exactly for who they are. So I know some of you listen to this with your kids. I know some of you may get offended by certain language. There is some extremely valuable content in this conversation. Some value bombs are definitely dropped that you are truly going to get a lot of value out of. I know this for a fact because I've been doing this for a little while. And you definitely want to hear this conversation. You want to listen in. Just please be advised that there is some strong language in this conversation. And it's only because our featured guest is so extremely passionate about what he's doing and what he can do for you. And of course, you know that I have to mention I truly appreciate all of the ratings and reviews that I get on iTunes and the emails that I get and all of that stuff. Also, those rating and reviews, by you subscribing and rating and reviewing Men of Abundance, we get pushed up in the search engines, we get pushed up in iTunes. That means more men can find what we're talking about, more men can find us. That is very exciting to me, and it should be to you as well. So I'm giving you an opportunity today to be abundant in your actions, and all you have to do is go to menofabundance.com forward slash 075. Click on that leave a review button that's underneath the podcast player underneath the picture and leave a rating and review. Of course you know I prefer four and five star reviews, but I want you to leave an honest review. Share with others the experience that you're getting from listening to Men of Abundance every week and what it's doing in your life. I read every single one of those reviews and sometimes I go back and read them when I'm feeling nobody else is listening. (laughs) It really helps me out. And it helps other men discover men of abundance when they're searching for other ways to improve their life. Now, I know some of you are not entrepreneurs, but many of you are. And if you have ever been involved in any sort of online marketing, especially as it pertains to social media, chances are our featured guest today needs no introduction. I'm absolutely positive you'll know who he is. Our featured guest today is Billy Jean Shaw III. He did attend San Diego University, but he did not graduate, and we have that conversation later on in the show. Billy Jean is the CEO of a seven-figure ads agency and the father to beautiful Kaialani. And yes, it is true. Billy Jean serves as the president of one of the world's leading digital advertising schools and has learned personally from Frank Kern and Grant Cardone. The Billie Jean is Marketing Inc. agency specializes in customer acquisition and teaches marketers how to use social media to get return on investment for local businesses. Now, I have to say, even before I started this podcast, I was following Billie Jean because, number one, his videos are packed with valuable information. I have gotten so much out of his videos, and they're very entertaining. 
Men of Abundance, I introduce you to Billie Jean Shaw the Third. Billie Jean, welcome to Men of Abundance, man. Glad you could be here. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. All right, good. Now that I, um, we were waiting to get connected, I set my, I put my mic aside, so now you can probably hear me a little bit better. I can hear you a lot better. <laughs> I was actually just about to ask yeah, you. Yeah, you was like, wait a minute, I can't hear you. I yeah, I have, I have my mic completely to the side because I was, I was working on my, comp I was doing some stuff on the computer, so, um, and I was like, wait a minute, something ain't right here. Yeah, so good. Uh, where you at in the world? I'm in San Diego, man. Best city in the world. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, best weather in the world. And honestly, I was born and raised here. I went to high school here. I went to college here. So I'm just a little bit biased. I'm sure you are. Uh, but it's I've been to San Diego. It is beautiful, absolutely. And the nights get a little cool, and I dig that as well sometimes when the, when the nights cool down. But I'm out here in uh, Honolulu, so... Um, uh, so you're, you're speaking the same language. <laughs> exactly. And we're speaking the same language when it comes to uh, cost of living as well. Yeah, exactly. It's outrageous. It is. It's just ridiculous. So <laughs> I like to get the show started basically the same way I start pretty much every single morning, which is with an attitude of gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for today? I think I would be most grateful to be in a position to help people. You know, um, I, I think I mean that in in a few different ways, but I mean financially, uh, if, if someone in my family needed something, I, I recently had a friend who, who needed needed cash and it felt really good to be in a position to help her out. Um, and just, I, I see so many people have financial stress, so to um, to not have to deal with those things, it feels pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty grateful for that. So my ability to actually help people um, is, that, that makes me happy. Yeah, I can totally dig that. And from what I've seen, you help people uh, help themselves financially as well. And I've seen that uh, you, you're just so real when I see you. Um, I see you so much on Facebook and social media. And I've, I've seen you around for quite some time. You just really come off as very real. And then as you started talking to some other people that are in my circle, and I started paying a little bit more, a little bit closer attention. I said, "This is a guy that I definitely got to get on Men of Abundance." So we've talked just a little bit about you uh, before we got started here, but I would like to hear it from you. Here on Men of Abundance, we really want to get behind and and know the man behind the abundance. Yeah. Every yeah. other show is going to get into your technical stuff and all that stuff, and that is amazing. And guys, you can go get that stuff everywhere else and we're going to show you where to go get that stuff and see what billy jean's got up to and what he's doing and what he can possibly do for you yeah but let's get a little bit personal billy jean yeah well i'll tell you this um like i said i was born and raised in san diego um as were my parents so my parents both grew up on welfare uh, they both got out of those situations and they did well for themselves and they had nice jobs, etc. So as a result of that, I was able to go uh, to pretty good schools. Like I went to private Catholic schools basically my entire life. Um, and I saw and was introduced to some of the wealthiest people in the world uh, through those experiences. So having the dual perspective of having parents that grow up on welfare, my mom was one of 13, all grew up in the same house. So being exposed to that at a young age. Um, seeing things like family members be murdered and all the shitty things you can imagine and that being close and then seeing this other perspective of literally you know the riches in the world um it, it created a very unique perspective and outlook that i have on life right now and the reason why i say i choose that kind of background to describe me because it really dictates how i operate you mentioned that i was very real earlier it's just because i've dealt with so many walks of life um 
that I feel like the one thing that stays true is don't bullshit people. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, regardless of any situation you're in, as long as you're yourself, um, I think that's huge. And also, too, in regards to my business growing, man, it seems like the realer I get, <laughs> the more honest I get, uh, the more we grow as a company. So there's a, there's a direct correlation there. There is a, absolutely a direct correlation there. And thank you for sharing that, by the way. And we're going to get a little bit more into your kick in the gut moment here in a minute. But in today's day and age, you know, so many people are out there doing so many things. But the ones that are really, that I resonate with, the ones that I completely gravitate to, are the ones that are just absolutely real. I mean, they're showing, they're, they're actually sharing parts of their lives that most people wouldn't share with some family members. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's necessary. But you can just feel the feel how real they are, and, you know, when they're on Snapchat, they're on, you know, Insta, Instagram. Now they got Instagram Live, um, yeah. you know, goodness, everything's live now, and yeah. and you just can't get away from it. And if you really want people to resonate with what you're doing and who you are, you have to be out there doing that stuff, and that's part of what you're doing. Yeah. I so my kick in the gut moment. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hear it. I would probably say there's two, but I think the biggest reality check was when I thought I was um, building my business and I had a client who was paying us a lot of money, like over $25,000 a month, and I decided to focus a lot of the company on there, and then we lost that client, man, um, unexpectedly and and earlier than expected, I guess. You you hope you never lose them, but it Mm -hmm. shit happens. But man... Uh, when it happened, I'll be, I, I'll be real, I, I didn't have the money to cover the business. So I, I think I, I probably cried like a little, well, like a little fucking punk. <laughs> <laughs> I cried, man. Um, and it, just because I wasn't sure what the next steps were. Uh, and that lasted for about six minutes. And then I got over it and I said, all right, well, how am I going to bridge this gap? How am I going to fix this deficit? You know, people are relying on me. And, uh, I did. I just went out and got more clients. I stayed on the phone every night. And you just find a way to make it happen. Um, But anyways, the moral of the story is never put all of your eggs in one basket. Always have multiple sources of income or that whole income, if it's taken away from you like it was mine, uh, could put you in a whirlwind. And that's what happened, dude. So I, that was the that was a big kick in the gut. Like I think I, I think I'm downplaying it right now, but it was pretty shitty. Uh, am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Yeah, yeah you're good. Okay, <laughs> sorry guys if you don't know me. I, I care a little <laughs> no, bit. No, I know you. Otherwise, I wouldn't have invited you on. <laughs> and then, uh, in addition to that, I, I think too in the beginning, I had a couple um, kicking the gut moments of arrogant, being a being a new arrogant and ignorant business owner. Mm-hmm. Um, I overspent on almost everything because I didn't know what I needed. I overpaid for a website. I overpaid for an education platform that I didn't need that I paid like 20 grand for, but I could have got for a couple hundred bucks. Um, so these were several kick in the gut moments. Um, the very first like money that my friend let me borrow, I blew through in like three weeks on just all of the wrong things. Um, so I say there was several multiple little rapid kicks in the gut uh, trying to figure stuff out on my own, man. Um, that's an arrogant. That's an arrogant new new business owner mentality. That's really truly what it is. Um, and as you grow in business, the more you realize you don't know, and the more open you are to consultants and learning, etc. It's only freaking newcomers who are trying to figure it out that will sit around and guess and do all the wrong things. Um, and those mistakes end up costing you major in the in the long haul. They cost me, man. 
I completely relate to that. And one thing that I'm thinking about, and I've brought this up on the show before, is one of the guys that I bring up quite a bit is Gary Vaynerchuk. And I'm specifically going to bring that up in this case because everybody wants to be Gary Vaynerchuk, but they don't want to pay attention to who Ga- where he- Gary came from. Yeah. You know, putting crappy videos on YouTube and putting, you know, crappy photo shots of some, some <laughs> junk that he bought from a yard sale on, on eBay and stuff like that. He didn't have all the fancy stuff when he got started and everybody wants to come out and, and, and be at that <laughs> caliber. And I can totally relate. Buy all the bet, you know, get buy some design, new graphic designer to freaking build this awesome website. Some dude in Pakistan or something like that that's charging, you know, $2,000 or whatever. It's crazy. Yeah. And you don't, you're right. You absolutely don't have to do that. So, but with you, um, you know, I can feel that kick in the gut moment when that $25,000 a month client went away and you had, I'm assuming you had, uh, employees at the time. I did. Yeah. And so now you're, you're caring for them too. Exactly. Yeah, man, it it was, it was really messed up and, and to kind of piggyback off what you were saying with the Gary V thing. Um, I think what's very unique about business is on the outside it looks, quote unquote, it looks easy or people perceive it mm-hmm. to be easy. So they'll watch an episode of Shark Tank and think, oh my gosh, I can't believe this person got rich just off creating that. I can do that. I have an app I did and boom. And they, it's ignorance. It's what it's miseducation mm-hmm. from the education system to think that it, it's that easy. Think about the highest paying careers in the world, right? You'd go attorney, you'd go doctor, uh, you'd go engineer, you'd go programmer. To be an attorney, how many years do you have to be in school? Yeah, yeah. eight years, yeah, six, eight years. Eight years, exactly. And And then it's not done, and then they're not done after that. Exactly. And how much debt are you going to acquire? Hundreds of thousands. Mm -hmm. Same with doctors or residency, et cetera. It may take you a decade, but they don't bitch about it. They don't complain about it. They put in the time, they put in the work, and they understand what they're signing up for. But for some reason in business, if someone's not a millionaire, Within three weeks, they want to quit. Yeah. And you can only fail if you quit. Yeah, exactly. And that's my son's at this point right now. He's 17. He's one. He's got this great business idea, and but he's got no capital. And I'm like, dude, you need to build a – he watches me. He sees what I'm doing. I said, look, you need to build an income business, something yep. you don't necessarily absolutely love, but something that's going to make you some income because you need capital. Yeah, the biggest crock of shit anybody ever said was you're always going to love what you do. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to hate what you do, but you do it temporarily to get what you love, right? And I think that's a, a big misconception is ultimately, yes, you want to spend most of your time doing what you love and what you're passionate about, but understand there's a whole slew of things you're going to have to do that you can't freaking stand. Absolutely, at least in the beginning. Later on, you can get to the point where maybe you can hire on staff to do the things yeah. that you're not great at. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets to that point, but not at the beginning. And that's that's you're you're talking three to five years for that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A lot of people don't get it. Well, I dig it, man. I love that, and I love that you shared that with us. So, what was the you know what was the pivot point from that? I mean, you kind of already shared you know you you got over it and you moved on, um, but you already knew this. You already had the skills. That's the point I wanted to make earlier. You already had the skills to get that one client, and damn, that's a big client. Um, so you knew you had the skills to at least get three more clients that could do, you know, make up the difference. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I think the, I think the pivot moment for me happened probably actually before I lost that client. And I think that's what also got me through it. So let me explain. Mm -hmm. So, you know, here I am, I have this business, you lose this giant client, oh shit, what happens from here? But something that kicked in after those six minutes of crying was this. 
is holy shit I landed a client that was paying me $32,500 a month what am I crying about if you can do it once and you can do it again a lot of people don't realize in business the number one person you have to sell is yourself and through results I sold myself on my earning power and I'm confident today because of my earning power. I know there's something, there's a unique skill set that I have that businesses need and that they'll pay a premium for. And because of what I've invested into myself and the practice that I put in to get extremely good at finding businesses customers, I'm not really worried about income all of the time. So I think my pivot moment came from landing that client. I think my pivot moment comes every single day when I hear a yes, when another student takes one of our courses, when we get another like comment or an email or feedback or I mean all of those things. I, I think I really, I don't, I, I probably should celebrate victories a little bit more. But one thing I do is I, is I allow them to be reassurances to I'm on the right path. So I don't know, think it's a one moment that just kind of like happened everything. I think it's focusing on the small victories to give me the confidence to go after the large victories. Right, and that definitely comes out. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of editing and stuff, the, the videos and everything that you do, but your your confidence definitely comes out. I really dig. The last one that I saw was the one where all of you are getting out of the limo at the grave at the uh, grave site. Yeah, Dude. yeah. Hey, and guys, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to share this link with you somehow on the show notes. But when you go look at it, don't go try to replicate this stuff for your business, man. He's got professionals <laughs> working on this stuff. Can you share some of that? How that worked out? Yeah, so I'll, I'll comment on three things you said there. So number one is the fact that the videos that you're about to see, if you're on the site right now, you're, you're checking things out, know that they didn't start that way, right? The very first camera that I was using to run ads with was my cell phone, right? It was my cell phone and an Amazon tripod, and, and that's the only things that I was, that I was using, period. Um, in addition to that, uh, my first videos were shitty. They were bad. They were not good, people. <laughs> like It wasn't. You know, it takes practice just like anything else. But here's the bigger lesson to take from it. They don't need to be great or Hollywood production or all the fancy cameras or anything to get traction in your business. As we talked about earlier, the number one thing is to be transparent and to be yourself. So if people honestly believe you when you're speaking and you're teaching them something that's actually going to help them, that's all you really need. So you can use a cell phone. You can have bad light. You can have a. Uh, you could. You could do it in a dumpster. It, it wouldn't really matter. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, man, vi video content is, is huge for us, and we enjoy that. Yeah, it really is. And even your older stuff was very entertaining. You're just very captivating. But what I'd like for you to share with us right now, because so many people have this negative connotation with the word sales and even marketing. Yeah. And to me, sales is nothing more than making a connection with people, finding yep. out what it is that they want, because most people will purchase what they want quicker than they'll purchase what they need. And yep. there's many cases on that out there. But I would like for you to talk on that a little bit, because no matter what you do in life, man, you're selling. Yeah. When, you, when, you when you're getting your wife, your girlfriend, whoever, you had to sell them on you. You know, yeah. And when yeah. you're going to get a job, you're selling. It it applies. Sales is by far the highest paid profession. If you can learn this skill, you got it down. Okay, check it out. This is what it is. Here's the here's the trick with sales, everyone. If right now sales is what's holding you back, this is why. Sales is not the enemy. How you sell is the enemy. Right? People feel uncomfortable if you're the person cold calling and you feel like you're coming from a position of nagging people, 
right? And like you're chasing them down and they don't want to talk to you. People want to be wanted. That's what you hate about sales. But let me flip it for you. If you understood marketing and you had an advertising campaign where people would come to you and raise their hand and say, hey, can you help me? Well, guess what? That still sells. You're still selling. The difference is the customer came to you versus you chasing them down. And that's it. And so, you guys, it's, it's not necessarily that you hate sales. You just hate the way that you're selling right now. You hate the way that you're acquiring customers because it feels spammy. It doesn't feel good. But anybody, even people who don't like sales, when they have a good sale and the things go well and the relationship is built, as you mentioned, then all of a sudden everybody loves sales, right? So I think that's a big misconception right there. Yeah, and the other thing is, is when you put your person, when you put yourself into it, I, I just got to share this story just to prove a point. My wife is one of the ones that sh she'll say, "I'm not a salesperson." She's by far one of the best salesperson <laughs> that I know, and I tell her this all the time. She, and and she says, "No, I hate sales. I don't know. I'm not going to do anything in sales." Right? We're in a Walmart. I kid you not. We're we're looking for some pots and pans or something like that, and we run into this couple who's looking at some other stuff, and they pick up a, a cast iron uh, skillet, and they're the guy they're wondering if they're going to get it and stuff like this and they you know they kind of you know we're close in proximity so we're kind of talking and my wife normally wouldn't get involved in a conversation but she's passionate about these skillets and yeah. you know getting the iron from them in your body and stuff like that so she yeah. literally had this conversation with this couple now my wife's hispanic and this couple is hispanic so there's already a connection there okay. and she literally sold them that skillet for walmart <laughs> and it was a conversation, dude. It was the most amazing thing to watch. And I just stood back and watched the whole thing. I said, you know, you just sold them a skillet for Walmart. You need to get on board, woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's in denial, right? But she is. This. You know what it was? Is she liked how she was selling. It was yeah. the positioning. Is they were just genuinely looking for help and she helped them. Right. And as a result, the product was bought, right? Again, it's not the seller you're afraid of. It's how you go about selling. Exactly, 100%. So, brother, we're at the point where we're going to pay it forward to our abundant leaders. You ready to do that? Absolutely. Sweet. So give men of abundance one to three actionable steps that they can take today. And this can either be on, you know, we've been talking about sales and stuff like that. It doesn't have to be about sales, but just anything in general and, you know, progressing in life and living that abundant mentality. Um, okay, so number one, I'll give, you, I'll give you guys tangibles here, right? So if you're looking to just earn income, Right. And like right now, you're like, I need money. OK, I will give you a play by play of exactly what you can do. And it's kind of parlays into this conversation. All right. So number one, there is a website. It's called Elance.com or Upwork.com. OK, you can find some of the most talented, talented designers, developers, etc. in the world on there, period. All right. You can make a relationship with one of them who's extremely good at creating websites. Next step is choose a niche. Let's say it's dentist, for example. Everyone in the world right now knows they need to have a website, right? That's all they know. And so if you were to just pick up the phone, call, make a list of dentists, right? Call all the dentists in the freaking country and just go one by one and say, hey, I was looking at your website. And your website looks like, just try and find old ones that are kind of shitty. It looks like you can do some work. Here's what I'd like to do for you instead. And what you do is you have the designer create one mock-up for a dentist, right? And then you say, this is what I'd like to turn yours into. Reply back if you're interested. If you literally sit there all day long, you will earn income. Because some people reply back and say, yes, can you do this for me? And then guess what? 
you refer the work out to the person outside of the country who will do it at a discounted rate, which he still gets to make a lot of, or she does, and there you go. It's a very simple way to earn income. Now, I just dropped that tip to you, and here's the truth. 99.9999999% of you will never do it because you're unwilling to put in the work and sacrifice the time that it's going to take to actually execute. But it's a bulletproof front. I've done it before. I've seen a lot of people do it. It's a simple way, right? And so the second thing that I will tell you is to be willing, right? To be willing. You listen to any successful, quote unquote, successful person's story and at every single part in their life where they, they came into a, an obstacle, they were willing to endure the pain. They were willing to be broke for X amount of time. They were willing to borrow money from a friend, from grandmother. They were willing to stay on a friend's couch for X amount of time. They were willing to be embarrassed around their friends uh, when they didn't have enough to buy a drink or to buy dinner, etc. things like that. They are willing to do the things that you are unwilling to do. That's the biggest difference in your bank account right now. And then the third thing is get disgustingly good at something get grossly good, like 100% of my income, I would attribute to the fact that I'm disgustingly good at finding customers for any business in the world using social media. I'm better than everybody. And as a result of that, I can charge more than everybody. If you're sitting right there and you're still mad at your bank account, you're still mad at menus when you go to restaurants, oh my God, how dare they charge this? It's because you lack of skill set. You lack the ability to do something that others cannot do. That's it. And the second you solve that problem, the way that a doctor can save lives, the way an attorney can stop you from going to jail, well, then, my friend, you will start to earn income. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. What habits make up the biggest impact in your life? Learning. I'm obsessed. I listen to podcasts religiously. Um you know, speaking of speaking of Gary Vee, fantastic dude, uh, big inspiration um, there. But he, he recently posted something about how everyone stopped going to to get mentors, just look shit up online. And I just couldn't disagree with anything more. I mean, I, and I think his point was more catered towards the people who are too busy studying and not taking enough action. I think that was kind of where it is. But that message to me was straight poison. You see, if you grew up in the hood, where nobody has anything and your strategy was just to do the only thing that you would know how to do is work a nine to five job uh, at a job that nobody else wants to do period um, because those are the options those are the opportunities that are available to most um, so I think maybe he's out of touch with what's really going on out there for, for a while but man I, I can't stress it enough to everybody the best thing you can do for yourself is change your routine. This is what I mean. When you wake up and you're used to turning on the TV, I want you to go to YouTube and I want you to turn on Tony Robbins and watch some of his videos. There's hundreds, if not thousands, to get your mind right. Then when you're driving on your way to work or wherever it is, the place that you can't stand and you know you want to be somewhere else, I want you to listen to podcasts. I want you to listen to this one, right? Every single day, every single hour that you used to allocate to Netflix binging, I want you to go to YouTube and I want you to type in Billy Jean is marketing and I want you to watch the hundreds of videos and free trainings that we have teaching you a skill set so that you can earn 
income. I want you to replace all of the habits that are not earning you an ROI in any aspect of your life and replace it with something that will. That's something that your friends and your family members, maybe even your girlfriend or boyfriend, is unwilling to do. But the second you're willing to do that, that's when you get ahead and start getting things that you want. Once again, spot on. And I have to re uh, comment on what you were saying about Gary Vee as well, and I completely agree with that. Some people, Gary Vee himself, may say that they're not going to, they, you know, they don't need a mentor, they don't need a coach, they don't need somebody to help them along. But he did have his father, and he had other men around him. Exactly. Yeah, I don't realize he had that mentor. Like he always talks about is my dad had a had a liquor store and he was working all mm -hmm. the time. Now here Gary is working all the time. Exactly. He saw, he grew up with, he's doing exactly what he was groomed and the only thing he knew how to do. That's mentorship, buddy. A lot right. of people out there don't have fathers to look after and, and can't duplicate those same footsteps. So that really made me mad when he said that because it was just a big it was a big disconnect for me because to me that's the only thing that allows me to scale my company today is learning from others and especially learning from their mistakes. Exactly, 100%. So men of abundance, I want to tell you, find somebody, get a man in your life or a woman or whoever yeah. you need that can mentor you and to where you need to go. So what book would you recommend to our abundant leaders and why? I would actually recommend um, Russell Brunson's um, Dot Com Secrets. Got it. Is is what I would do, and yeah, it's it's a good book. And the reason why is because I think there's a lot of motivation out there. Now, I'm kind of going with Gary Vee on this, there is a lot of motion motivation out there, mm -hmm. and that is actually tactical. Period. You know, when you hey, take this step, and then take this step, and then take this step, and then take this step. So that's the reason why I would prescribe that. Absolutely correct. And his story in the beginning blew my mind about what he did when he was a kid. I'm not yeah, going to give it away. You guys go out and get it. Got to read that story. And then you're exactly right. It's very tactical. A lot of fluff and stuff out there with all the, a lot of business yeah. books and stuff. He's just do this, do this, do this. And that's the way he is with everything that he does. Exactly. Very cool. So I got two more questions for you. Why, you've already actually talked about it. I think you already answered this. I'll let you elaborate a little bit more. But why do you feel, what do you feel holds most men back or most people back from living a life of abundance? Yep, to, to reiterate even more because I can't talk about it enough, unwillingness to do what others. But I, I, I think on this, since you asked again, let me, let me rephrase it for you. I want you guys, like here's a perfect example. Let's take New Year's. Right, nobody ever does their New Year's resolutions, and it's because they approach it wrong. And let me give you guys a tactical here. Start, start, start changing your self-talk to this. A lot of people say in New Year's, "I'm going to accomplish this, 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 and that." They say, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a million dollars. I'm gonna get a six-pack, etc." The only thing you should be talking about on New Year's is what you're willing to sacrifice to get those things. So instead of, "Yeah, I'm gonna get a six-pack this year." change it to I am willing to sacrifice carbs, high fructose sugars, fast food, etc. right to do so. Um, and then you know on the business side is hey, I am willing to sacrifice my weekends with my friends. I'm willing to sacrifice and this is the truth, some time with my children. Now if that gave you the chills right there, I know I'm never going to do anything to sacrifice time with my children, then guess what? You're not ready to take on the path of entrepreneurship. If you're not willing to make that temporary sacrifice for long-term results, then you're not an entrepreneur. It's the truth. So what does living a life of, of abundance mean to you? Making life um, about others, hands down. I mean, you get to a point where money 
isn't your driver anymore. And usually it comes after like you feel like your needs are met, right? Like you can take care of yours, you can take care of your family, etc. cetera. Uh, then after that, you stop feeling fulfilled. I remember one day I was sitting in my apartment and like we had a, a decent sales day and I just said like, okay, like now what? Like nothing happened as a result of it. And you hear it all of the time. Money doesn't make you happy. But I, I think now when I do have like really joyous or, or happy moments, it's usually seeing someone on my team grow or do something or having a conversation with a student that you talked to a long time ago and then you see them and they're, they're kicking ass. Uh, it kind of sounds cliche and like, yeah, right. But no, dude, it's, it's very real. Um, so I, I think matter of fact, it's the only way that anyone can find happiness is by serving others in, in one way, shape or form. So if you can align servicing others with your business, I feel like um, you're in a great spot. And that's where I feel like I'm at right now. And uh, I really enjoy it. And I feel grateful every single day to to be in that kind of alignment. Yeah, I'm digging it, man. I, I feel that for sure. And yeah. um, brother, I, I appreciate you coming on, man. What can we do for you? Um, keep doing what you do, man, and, and, and spreading this, these messages out to people. Because remember, before the internet, people couldn't get this kind of mentorship and this kind of advice. And now with a couple clicks, uh, with people like yourself who are dedicated to uh, bringing these kind of resources to people who, you know, feel hopeless at times, that's what you can do for me is to keep doing you and just getting better at what you do every single day. Excellent. Yeah, I appreciate that. So we're going to close this up. And before we do, just leave us with a parting piece of guidance. You've already left us with so much great information, man. <laughs> this is one to go back and listen to a couple times. I'm telling you, you're going to want to go to menofabundance.com and check out the show notes. And that's going to be at menofabundance.com. It's complete with timestamps. What's important about that is if there was any part of this conversation you wanted to hear over again, you don't want to go back and try to find it. Just click on the timestamp. It'll take you directly to that point of interest and you'll be able to listen to it from right there but if you do have anything else to share with us uh, leave us with a parting piece of guidance and any other ways that we can check out more of what you're doing and i'll put all that in the show notes if you're lacking the financial freedom that you desire it's a hundred percent directly correlated most of the time with the skill set that you have meaning you're not that good at something and the world is paying you exactly what you deserve. So until you're willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to get disgustingly good at solving problems, the bigger the problem solved, the more you can earn, then your situation will be exactly the same. Stop looking for the fucking shortcut. Roll up your sleeve and start taking action. I love it. What are some ways that we can get a hold of you? Go to our Facebook page or our YouTube. As a matter of fact, I would say go to our YouTube page and just Billy Jean. Is, actually, go to our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash Billy Jean is marketing. B I L Y G E N E is I S marketing. Billy Jean is marketing. I am marketing. But look at it because we have so many videos on our Facebook page. We do live all of the time in my office down here in downtown San Diego. And I just give away probably more tactical free content than I would argue anybody in this game. You can listen to other people for motivation. When you want to get shit done, you want to learn something that's actually going to affect your bottom line, you fucking come see me. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. And I can attest to that. The videos are amazing. Thank you, Great brother. content. And many of them are quite entertaining, to say the least. <laughs> Entertain, educate, execute. Let's there go. There you go. You say it over and over again, brother. Thanks, man. Hey, take <laughs> care. Have so a good one. Man, I told you you were going to get a lot out of that conversation. I would absolutely love to hear your feedback. And you can do that by commenting in the comment section 
down below the podcast and the podcast player at menofabundance.com forward slash 075 or when this gets posted to our private Men of Abundance community on Facebook. You can comment underneath there as well. Either place is fine by me. I just really want to hear your comments. And if you don't already have access to our private Men of Abundance community, you can get access simply by going to menofabundance.com. Up on the top, you'll see the link that says Members Only. Click on that. You'll be able to click on the link to go to Facebook, request to join, and I'll give you access. Now, I will say this. I have been getting a lot of women that's been trying to get in there. And once in a while, I get a couple guys that kind of look like they have some spamming going on. They have a brand new Facebook page. They have maybe two or three friends. It's been created a week ago. Stuff like that. So please, if you plan on coming into the group, make sure that your Facebook page is an actual Facebook account. Because you know there's a lot of scammers out there. There's a lot of people searching for information. I'm not going to let people into the community that look like they're not a legitimate Facebook account. And as you already know, I am in the process very, very close to launching our Men of Abundance Society, which is going to be a group housed at menofabundance.com. It's going to be very private. That's where we're going to be having some much more in-depth conversations about money, relationships, jobs, businesses, raising kids, you name it. Everything about being a man of abundance, that's where the real conversations are going to be held. That's where the real growth is going to happen. Now, Billy Jean gave you some action steps. And he said that 99.999% of you will not do what he said. You don't have to do exactly what he said, but he was just giving an example of something that's very simple. Anyone can do to generate a couple extra bucks, 500 extra dollars a month, whatever, to put into your household to help you do whatever it is that you need to do. Pay some bills, keep the lights on. You know, start saving for that next vacation, start saving for your kids to go to college, whatever it is. An extra $500 make a huge difference. And he just gave you just one idea of how to do that. And based off of my experiences and my conversations, I can list at least 20 other ways that any one of you can start generating more income into your household in the next couple of months. But regardless of what it is, you have to take action. That was the biggest takeaway I got from this conversation with Billie Jean was taking action and taking action on the little things every single day really adds up over time. Go read the book, The One Thing by Jay Papazan and Gary Keller. Now, go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.